2: I am awake.
1: Welcome to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadagi to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You are listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. We discuss local and national native news and events. And as you know, Haley, native issues are human issues and human issues are native issues.
4: You're absolutely right, Dega. This portion of the show is supported by Fair Financial. You work hard for every cent you make. You have bills and you have goals. Choose a bank that's going to support you along the way. That's Fair Financial Banking. No overdraft fees, no minimum balance, no credit score required. Call 651-262-2173 to talk to a Fair Financial enroller to open your account today. Keep more of your money. That's fair. Learn more at www.fairfinancial.org. FAIR is a program of Prepare and Prosper, a nonprofit organization, and is not a bank. Banking services are provided by Sunrise Banks and a member FDIC.
1: Right on. Hey, we have uh, Robert Lilligren, CEO of Native American Community Development Institute. But before we get to our super guest, Robert, why don't we take a quick listen, uh, update from uh, Wisconsin Governor, Governor Evers.
2: Hey there, Native Roots Radio. Governor Tony Evers here with my weekly update. When I ran to be your governor, I promised to fix the darn roads and I meant it. After years of neglect that led to crumbling roads and infrastructure across our state, in my first term we provided new funding for highways, local roads, transit aids, and we made historic investments in our infrastructure, investing more ongoing revenue than ever before while maintaining the lowest bond rating levels in the last 20 years. And since 2019, I'm proud that my administration has improved nearly 1,600 bridges and over 5,800 miles of roads across the state. And I've even improved some of those roads myself while out on pothole patrol. So I'm proud the third budget I signed into law earlier this month builds on these efforts with significant investments, including $100 million for the local road improvement program, $150 million for the newly created Agricultural Road Improvement Program, and the highest ever funding for general transportation aids. These investments will go directly into local communities to help improve the roads families, farmers, and communities use every day to get from point A to point B. We're also investing in local bridge improvement projects across the state as well as the critical Interstate Blotnick Bridge Reconstruction Project in Superior and the Nitschke Bridge in Green Bay. Safe, reliable infrastructure is critical to the success of Wisconsin's economy and workforce, and ensuring these connections for local communities is essential to keeping our state moving forward. Together, we will build the 21st century infrastructure Wisconsin needs to support a 21st century economy and workforce. Thank you. Back to you, Robert, and Native Roots Radio.
1: Hey, Pina Gigi, Governor Evers with that update. Hey, we're here with Robert Lilligren, Native American Community Development Institute. And I just got to say, Robert, it's always great to hear from the governor of Wisconsin. And I learned, I know this word, but the secret word uh, now I think is racketeering racketeering <laughs>
0: oh, yeah it's on the tip of everyone's tongue was robert was Haley, nice to see you
1: yeah uh great to hear from the governor and i know we have a lot to to un unravel here uh politically nationally and locally and that's why it's great to have you on with your insight and knowledge about what's happening that affects us here in minnesota and wisconsin and all over turtle island so thank you always as always robert Lilligren.
0: It's always a pleasure to be here, and I think you give me way too much credit robert but but I guess I'll take it
1: no, 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 not enough credit hey, so uh always we got a quick segment here, and then another one with you. I wanna jump on uh what what is your feeling what what are you uh grooving on with this uh Trump situation here now, another racketeering now they're bringing more to the party here in Georgia, eighteen other people which uh makes me happy.
0: Right, right, and these charges are pretty significant, right? There's a different feeling with this round of indictments, and it's it's kind of a shame that we have to speak as an ex- about an ex president in terms of rounds of indictments, but these charges carry a minimum of five year prison sentence, and so that indicates to me that some of these other eighteen folks that are coming along with them will be very interested in in flipping and bargaining to get out of these charges. avoid a five-year prison sentence i think this is going to be something like we have never seen before
1: well also too i heard uh on another station that with all these uh things against trump against trump now he could uh, land at 740 years and six months in prison if he's convicted in all these charges
0: fingers crossed we'll see where it goes you know fingers and toes crossed and you know it, it seems like it's taken so long to get to this point but you can imagine why these prosecutors don't want to bring anything other than a rock solid case forward and so i'm i'm hopeful and somewhat confident that they have plenty of evidence and and that justice will be served
1: yeah you know robert i, I the, the list uh, doesn't have a couple people on there that i thought would be on there and i'm wondering if they're working with the government you know uh there's like the, the former general and uh, and uh, ah. a couple other people.
0: Yeah. So I think that's a good assumption to make, an easy assumption to make, if they're not being prosecuted and all that it's likely that they're cooperating. I think you'll see a fair amount of cooperation, more cooperation going forward. And and, uh, and I'm just, it's so interesting to watch the Republicans and the conservatives' responses trying to minimize what I would think of as treason, but this, you know, this inciting an insurrection to destroy our democracy and you know, saying, oh, it's just fair game. He was just challenging election results. That's, that's legal, which it is challenging election results, but whipping up a mob to attack the Capitol and lawmakers is criminal.
1: Well, it's interesting, too, that we lived through, and I, I was fairly young, but we lived through, uh, the Nixon and the Nixon resignation and how quickly the Republicans tried to get on the right side of history, uh, by, you know, uh, wanting to impeach him and then him, uh, Nixon, uh, resigning. But, the they're digging in deeper with them, and uh, they're minimizing these things. And do you remember Robert? I think he was president for two years, and he had over like ten
0: thousand lies <laughs> in two years. It was like- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like it comes down to hundreds of lies every single day. And uh, anyone who subscribes to and embraces the truth, I don't know how they could support this person. And anyone who supports law and order, like, I, I don't understand how they couldn't support due process and uh, and. And what we're going through now, it's just, it's like upside down world.
1: Yeah, it is. And, you know, the well, people, It it, it is, it, that's a good way to put it.
0: You know, and I, I like that you brought up Watergate and I'm sure some of the listeners here are a little too young to remember that, but remember, remember how just dirty and filthy that felt and seemed and compared to what's going on now, it was like, this, you know, a picnic in the park. Right, you know, it was a, a break in and some dirty politics, and and this is much much more egregious than that. Not even in the same caliber. It amazes me that this is what our normal is.
1: Yeah, it really does, and hopefully we're just on that. Uh, and I, maybe we can talk a little bit about this. And of course, what you want to next segment is they talk about a eighty year uh, cycle of fascism, and uh, we're at that cycle again. And hopefully after maybe a conviction or two we can get on the down downswing of that cycle now
0: i would welcome that
1: right on hey we're here with uh, robert lilligren and we're going to take a quick break you're listening to native Ritz radio presents i'm awake
4: stay with us
1: As we emerge from the shadows of the pandemic, let us celebrate our resilience and embrace the path to a brighter future. While the COVID-19 emergency declaration may be over, our commitment to safety remains stronger than ever. We invite you to stand tall and protect what matters most, our health and the well-being of our loved ones and elders. The power to keep our community safe lies within each one of us. It's important to remember the basics when you're with someone who might be at risk of COVID complications. Wear your mask, wash your hands often, and take an at-home COVID test if you have any symptoms. We are a strong and interconnected community, and together we will emerge from this challenge stronger than ever. Stay safe, stay healthy, and keep the spirit of our Native American culture thriving. Find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. That's health.state.mn.us.
4: This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health.
2: This is uh, Leonard Peltier. here. I am in uh, Coleman, one, U.S. country, and I'm listening to Native Roots Radio.
1: And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot.
4: This portion of the show is supported by the Native American Community Development Institute in Minneapolis.
1: Yes, it is. Hey, we're here with Robert Lilligren, uh, Native American Community Development Institute uh, CEO, a white earth uh, Ojibwe citizen and all around groovy guy. Um, A lot happening, (laughs) a lot happening, Robert. Uh, Just recently, I I just want to touch on this uh, because it is a big deal. And I know yesterday we talked about it, too, but uh, the passing of a great uh, uh, leader. Ada, mm-hmm. Ada uh, Deer, and uh, what a trailblazer her she is or was. And uh, the lieutenant governor sent out a big statement about her, the passing mm-hmm. of her, and it's just uh, we want to recognize that.
0: Yeah, that is huge, and I didn't know her personally, but of course I know of her work. How could you not? And and it is a huge loss. And she was like you said, a trailblazer, right? She was with the first woman to run for statewide office the first native woman to run for statewide office i think maybe the second to run for congress and she opened doors and and restored rights and she was just a a force of nature that's how i see her referred to a lot since her passing she was
1: also the first woman uh director of the bia which i did not know until just her Mm. passing when i read a, a few things on there on her and uh also, just a re-recognition of the Menominee tribe was, she was a trailblazer in that. And mm-hmm. if people don't know uh, the government at a whim, and especially if they want your wood or your, your mm-hmm. they can de- they de-recognize yeah. you like they did the Menominee Nation in uh, the 50s.
0: Yeah, yep. and yeah, she was the first woman chair of the Menominee Nation, and yeah, she she protected a lot of people's rights. And, and you're right, especially 50 years ago or whatever those kinds of things happen in the dark, right? In silence. And very few people had the, the heft to call attention to them, to fight against them. And people like us, the three, you know, can do our work because of what she did. So she, yeah, uh,
1: it's always, uh, it's always sad, and it's always interesting to hear, like you said, and I didn't even think about that, the 50s was 70 years ago, and if she was trailblazing back then, that's True. unbelievable.
0: Right, totally unbelievable. We stand on the shoulders of giants, that's for sure.
1: Absolutely. So, hey, I saw you today at the at the Four Sisters Market. I want to just give a quick yeah. shout-out to them and that. Uh, always... Uh, A great place to hang out and see people and uh, see you and uh, the great work and uh, hanging out on the avenue.
0: I thought it was great. It was great to see you there. It's great to see everybody there. It is just a little social scene going on, and it's so good to have a social scene, you know, in our community. And we had live music today and uh, lots of vendors, lots of activities, folks engaging with the community. And, yeah, just... It's a good time all around i encourage if folks live in town or are visiting it's every thursday 11 to 3 right on franklin avenue the american indian cultural corridor at our little yellow building where powwow grounds is and our gallery all my relations arts stop down it's it's, it's the place to see and be seen on the thursday right. on, a, on the cultural corridor
1: that's right and uh stop in at uh, the Powell grounds because they do that special fry bread pizza and uh mm. taco and uh it's delicious, and, you know, if you're a kind connoisseur of sewer fry bread, uh, that is one of the best fry breads I've ever had.
0: It is pretty good. Uh, the owner of Palo Grounds, the coffee shop, then's at the market outdoors, and he spent years on that recipe, just tweaking it a little here, a little there, but since he really hit hit on it, he does produce some of the best, and you hate to say the best because then you can create <laughs> conflict in the community, but it is some of the best bread going and it was a busy today the coffee
1: shop yeah definitely i i don't know what you'd like to talk about here i want to make sure that uh we get what you want to talk about but there's so many things talking about to that we've talked about in the week and uh you know anywhere from reservation dogs to uh dark dark winds uh we had a rihanna yazian who wrote the first episode of Dark Winds. And it's just it's a renaissance I don't know if it's called a renaissance, but it's definitely uplifting our our native people and uh but we also get these weird little things, little news things that come across our desk, like uh there's a big petition to rename the Cleveland team, the Indians again, and the Redskins again and there there's a big petition out there, and it's just like upside down world again. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it is kind of upside down. Well, it's so surprising that we'll step back. Really. but you know, as a country, in so many ways, we're preparing to t- take huge steps backward. And whether it's on native issues or uh, LGBTQ issues or whatever, there's a there's an interest in turning around and going backward. And, and uh, we're heading into a time of, I think, significant change, maybe significant conflict, and. And we need to be ready. And we need to work together. We need to organize. That's why I love doing the work at NACTI. Just because we're we're kind of out there in all of these realms, right? Whether it's arts, whether it's voting, civic engagement, food sovereignty, we're working in the community, and then we operate at the sort of systems change level too.
1: Yeah, and that that's that's that is uh, amazing too. And uh, what what work you do, and also. You have the you have the artist uh place to go see art next to the coffee shop and it's just Yeah. People come on no, out there.
0: She, yeah, to all of my relations arts. It's a gallery in our little building right on fifteenth in um Franklin, the American Indian Culture Corridor. There's always something cool going on. Right now we have this incredible print uh exhibit by a native artist named Laura Youngbird. It focuses on the dress in a lot of ways the red dress, but the red dress in her history, and, and tonight it's it's too late to join this, but there's a printmaking workshop that the artist Laura Youngbird is um, leading. It's called Jelly Printing. It's kind of a new form of mono printing, but she's teaching other folks to how to do it. And that's really part of NACTI's mission is to make sure that we are building capacity and sort of expanding the, the cadre of Native artists that do things like printmaking and, and things like that and then uh next friday we'll have a reading in the gallery all my relations arts gallery of our native authors cohort it's our second cohort of native authors we get a professional native author as a mentor who works with native people to prepare them to publish and mm. so four of uh, the authors of the recent cohort will be participating in a in a reading of their works uh next friday a week from tomorrow
1: Wow, that is really exciting. Definitely, I'll be schlepping uh, t-shirts at the state fair though on Friday. So (laughs) we're fighting uh, (laughs) we're fighting uh, Native uh, stealing art one t-shirt at a time.
0: (laughs) Isn't that something? Yeah, you 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 busy little entrepreneur. You congratulations. (laughs) Yeah, the folks who make beef from out of state. First off, the Minnesota State Fair is a big deal. Mm-hmm. in our world and to be a vendor there is is really something not everybody can make it in there. and this is what your second year or third Robert?
1: second year and we're totally second blessed year. we're down by the uh, old uh international square and it's called the west end market uh, and uh uh, we are fighting appropriation one T-shirt at a time. I think, uh, and uh, there's a lot of appropriation at the fair. And the fair is the second largest fair in the country, uh, Texas being the largest. But they're a 30-day uh, fair,
0: right. right? And something like a million people go to our fair in 12 days, and uh, yeah. So it's it's really a it's really an achievement for you to be a vendor there. So congratulations, and and save me a T-shirt.
1: Yeah, you know I will. And then also, uh, uh, they have the Shakopee uh, powwow this weekend, too, if anybody's in the cities.
0: That is huge. A huge event. The Medawakton uh, Sioux, the Shakopee tribe, their, their powwow is really something. And it's not just a quarter people that go there. It's, it's everyone. Are you, are you heading out there? Oh, no, you'll be at the fair.
1: Well, no, we'll we'll be out there. Native Ritz Arts will be out there too at the uh, Shakopee right. Powwow. So we're overworking our our kids here in the next three weeks. So it's a good thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that you know the Shakopee Powwow is so set up if you're parked a long ways away they come and get you in a golf cart and then uh, uh, it's the longest grand entry i've seen other than the gatherings of nations uh, personally and it's just uh, an amazing thing so everyone come on out there uh, just be respectful if you don't know what to do just be quiet and and don't take pictures unless you've asked and things like that
0: right and just take it all in it Mm -hmm. is spectacular Spectacular. So folks from out of the area, the Shakopee tribe is our major tribal presence here within the metropolitan area. and uh, They're one of two tribes that have uh, land within the metropolitan area, the other being Prairie Island Community, which just recently annexed a small piece of property in the East Metro. So two of our 11 federally recognized tribes in the state. Have metro presences and as folks may uh, may have heard I'm part of our regional government I serve as a representative on our Metropolitan Council appointed by the governor and we recently implemented our first tribal and native um, consultation policy wow. just this week uh, a job was posted for our tribal relations and native community liaison position. So our yeah. council is hiring if folks are interested metropolitan council.org. to apply for this position but this is pretty groundbreaking for any regional government in the country but it's a big step forward and I've really been honored to be part of helping to develop this position
1: Yeah, I saw that I saw that come across our uh, Native Roots Radio email and I thought of you right away because uh, of your presence with the council and uh, that's just a good medicine right there and I gotta say a big congratulations Robert.
0: Congratulations to us all and it's really been Enjoy working with a candidate who's going to apply today and kind of translating the job posting from government into a normal speak. And then those friends go, Yeah, this was me. These were, I put these words here. And then I said, It just feels good to see your work like that.
1: Absolutely. Hey, thanks, Robert, uh, for stopping in as usual and giving us your great insight. Uh, really appreciate you and all the work. Natke, Natke does, but also what you do. So Native American Community Development Institute here in the Twin Cities, uh, Minneapolis. Thanks again, Robert.
0: Yeah, miigwetch. All
1: right, we'll see you next week. Ho-wah. Hey, we'll be right back. This is Native Roots Radio with Robert Blake from Red Lake. Stay with us. ho You work hard for every cent you make. You have bills and you have goals. Choose a bank that's going to support you along the way. That's fair financial banking. No overdraft fees, no minimum balance, no credit score required. Call 651-262-2173 to talk to a fair financial enroller to open your account today. Keep more of your money. That's fair. Fairfinancial.org. Fair is a program of prepare plus prosper, a nonprofit organization and is not a bank. Banking services are provided by Sunrise Banks NA, member FDIC. This is Chad, owner of AM950, here to tell you about the exterior construction company I trust, Snap Construction. If your home was hit with the most recent storms, trust the most well-reviewed exterior construction company, Snap Construction, for a free home inspection.
2: This is Ryan, owner of Snap Construction. There are a lot of great construction companies in town. My advice is to take your time and do your research. Make sure they are locally owned and that they guarantee their craftsmanship for
5: life. Also, you want to find a company that's been in business for at least 10 years. You want to work with a company that's going to be there long after the work is done. Snap Construction has handled thousands of claims, and we'll help you through the process.
1: Don't go with the out-of-town fly-by-night contractor.
5: Most storm damage goes missed by the untrained eye. Trust Snap Construction for your free storm
1: damage evaluation. For your free storm damage evaluation, call Snap Construction at 612-333-SNAP or visit them online at snapconstruction.com. That's 612-333-SNAP or SnapConstruction.com.
2: Turn to Auto Technical with your vehicle donation. We have families waiting for a car. You know, over 85% of unemployed are successful in finding and keeping a job if they have dependable transportation. A car plus a job equals a life changed. 612-919-5526. We have families waiting for a car. 919-5526. Or... Autotech.org.
3: The Mary T family of companies serves seniors and people with a wide range of disabilities. We provide home health care, hospice services, and accessible rental housing. This is Mary T, and we'd like you to join us. We're hiring direct care professionals, CNAs, nurses, and other support services. Our mission is to provide quality, personalized services to meet the unique and evolving needs of the people that we serve. Join a Minnesota family-owned company that was founded on a history of care. Apply today at marytinc.com slash careers.
1: The Park Tavern in St. Louis Park is your summer destination. The patio is amazing, perfect for you and your friends to grab dinner and drinks. Enjoy a game of cornhole while you indulge in the great food. The full Park Tavern menu is available outside. The Park Tavern also has live music on the patio every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and even some Mondays through the summer. Reservations are highly recommended. And if the weather does turn, the bowling lanes at the Park Tavern are always open and are spectacular.
5: On Louisiana Avenue north of Highway 7 in St. Louis Park, the perfect summer is waiting for you at the Park Tavern. With a look at your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilio. An air quality alert is in effect. Hazy skies tonight with a low of 55, and hazy sunshine again on Friday with a high of 82. The locally owned Vinaigrette has
1: been offering the finest olive oils and vinegars since 2009. That's Vinaigrette, Xerxes Avenue and 50th Street in Minneapolis or at
2: VinaigretteMN.com.
1: Welcome back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot.
4: This portion of the show is supported by St. Paul Public Schools, now giving out signing bonuses. Make sure to check them out at SPPS.org.
1: Hey, we're here with Bob Lake from Red Lake, and we're talking with the solar bear with the solar news. Welcome, Robert. Hey, bonjour, everyone. How are you doing, uh, Robert?
5: How's everyone go- How's everyone doing out there?
1: wow you sound really good and your voice is really deep uh what's going on over there robert you got uh total setup and we're, we're not looking at apocalypse now too you just need a little uh, circle ring light uh, i've got the um i've got the yeti i've got the yeti
5: going today and and the and the earphones um i'm, I'm looking kind of looking kind of fly over here and you got a
1: solar bear hat on too and I'm i got lovely. a
5: solar bear hat on hey robert it's yeah. a great day to be indigenous and it's also a great time to be in the renewable energy industry do you know what this week um is uh is is, is happening in the renewable energy world right now it's a big it's a big week do you, do you know what happened this week no tell me the it's been one year since the greatest legislation piece of legislation passed to fight climate change ever in this country was passed at this time last
1: year, the Inflation wow. Reduction Act, the IRA. Wow, that is awesome. And we're still talking about it and still maneuvering around it and trying to figure it out. And that's uh, well, awesome.
5: Yeah, and, 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 and that's true. But I just want to throw a couple of things out there real quick. Um, $370 in spending and tax credits has been implemented through this wow. to, move the, to move the country towards a cleaner future. And what this is going to do, Robert, is what they're saying is that by the end of this decade, we're going to be able to reduce our reliance on fossil fuels and greenhouse gas emissions in this country by 50%. Now, oh. this is incredible because you know and I know, Robert, that in order for us to stop putting GH, greenhouse gas emissions in the air We have to transition to something else like Mm -hmm. solar, electric batteries, you know, wind, you know, you know, uh, other forms of hydro, you know, other forms of renewable energy. And this right here has been able to give us that jumpstart. And there has been professors, there has been, you know, a lot of uh, educated people out there that was really doubting this country and could we move in this direction. Mm -hmm. And and I'm and I'm here to say right now that from what the statistics are saying right now, America, United States, Turtle Island is moving a lot faster, a lot quicker than everyone had predicted because people are getting behind this. You know, this is self-preservation, like people are realizing that, you know, the future, you know, includes them and they want to be a part of, you know, um, making it a better place and a better world for all of us. And so I really believe that that's the story. That's the untold story about this in Inflation Reduction Act.
1: That's awesome. And, uh, boy, we need it, especially what happened in Hawaii. They're talking about is that that's an electric fire that uh, started from the power lines and then the 70-mile-an-hour wind and then the, the dried, uh, the dried uh, ground, uh, you know, global warming.
5: Yeah. And, 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 you know, and, and, and that's true. And, 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 you know, Robert, we are going to be dealing with this, this situation for a long time. And, and, and that's why just recently, you know, there was, uh, you know, there is an opportunity for tribal nations to, to do, uh, to up, to, uh, redo their grid, um, the Mm lot, the power lines, you know, infrastructure, stuff like that. And I highly suggest, tribal nations to apply for this grant to be a part of it because um you know you know this is just science you know it's it's you know the 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 jet stream is picking up all the moisture from the ground it's carrying it out to the east coast that's why you got all the flooding it's like these big lakes that are following the jet stream right Mm. and so consequently places like Hawaii the West Coast where you're seeing a lot of these fires right now you know it it that's the reason why right it's Mm. it's and so you know in these areas you know you have a lot of tribal nations and so this opportunity to to do these studies to be able to to do these um different types of you know technology changes around your communities please tribes if you're listening to this you know and i know that would they all listen to AM 950 the native roots <laughs> radio network um please tell your tell your leadership to get involved in this and to make the necessary changes because you know a lot of the stuff can be avoided by just planning You know, Mm -hmm. by being able to have the necessary, you know, um, you know, different, you know, mechanisms in place, because we know that climate change is real, you know, and, and, and unfortunately, Robert, this has been another example of, I think, you know, people not taking this seriously enough.
1: Yeah, definitely. But it's a major, uh, wake up call in Hawaii. Uh, it's just a tip of the iceberg. What can be happening if we don't take care of this? And, uh, that's really great news, too, about, uh, that we're ahead of schedule. I just can't say, uh, enough, enough back. And, I, you know what I really like is what Nina just put up there because this is really huge. And I think we're going to have Kayla Kelly out of Hawaii on the show next week. But, Hawaiian land back to Hawaiians how important is that i mean that uh it's so expensive to live in hawaii the the original people's can't find a place to live because it's so expensive but good good call nina
5: yeah i i i i i would say too that i mean you know it, you know in this is a wake up call for not only hawaii but for the for the country for the world that you know we really need to get back to you know, indigenous practices, land practices, you know, and, and quit, you know, uh, being at war with the environment and start being at yeah. peace with it, you know? And, and, and so, you know, I think this is just another example. Um, but hey, Robert, let, let me just give you a few more statistics here uh, on the yeah. inflation reduction, because this is, this is, it's been a year now, this is really big piece of legislation. Um, you know, this intends to save American families, Right. Up to $38 billion on their electricity bills, right? Oh, you know, and um, this is going to reduce, like I said, US uh, greenhouse gas emissions by 40% by 2030, strengthen US security by reducing net crude oil imports by nearly 60%, reduce industrial and manufacturing emissions up to 40%. Um, and this is going to be below 2005 levels. And this is where we got to go, people. Double the share of American electricity generated by clean energy sources to 80%, Robert. That mm. means more and more people across this country are going to be using renewable energy up to 80%. That That's huge. Accelerate the electrification of the American uh, vehicle fleet, the share of zero emissions, light duty vehicle sales reaching up to 65%. This is like game changing. Like everybody jump on board, like get on the back, you know, and come on in for the big win with the whole team here, because that's exactly what's happening here. And I cannot stress to everybody, that we have to elect you know climate champions we have to get people that are in leadership positions that are going to take this seriously and that are going to look up for, for the future of all of us and for the future of our, uh, of our children in the next seven generations.
1: Wow, well, well said well well said uh, we got a couple minutes left here. What else do you got for us Robert? Well you know th- there's been a lot of different types of uh,
5: solar projects that have been happening uh, across the state of Minnesota right now. And one of the big ones, of course, that I've been working on is the one down in Prairie Island right now. And I just want to say, Robert, it's going great. We've got tribal Mm -hmm. members that have been working on this project. Wow. And, um, PBS is actually flying into town, Robert, to do a story on me. And so they'll have some of this footage and they'll be able, you'll be able to see it in a, uh, actual report that they're going to be doing, um, coming up here that they'll be showing on the, um, you know, on their channel. And 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 or I think it's channel two. I think, yeah, yeah, <laughs> in Minnesota. And, yep, definitely. Yep, and and um, and then uh, I'll also be doing an interview tomorrow on NPR. So, NPR will be uh, you know, doing a report, they're, they're doing something around renewable energy here in the state, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to be one of the stories that they're going to be doing. So, it's going to be really cool.
1: Right on. Don't forget to give a shout out to Native Roots Radio on NPR. Just kidding. Uh, oh, absolutely. You're the one that gave me my start, Robert. This is where oh. the solar dudes with the solar bear first started. That's right. <laughs> hey, We only got a couple of minute left here. Um, I will be seeing you tomorrow morning, and I'll give you a call at 830 to prep up uh, for our 9 o'clock meeting. But that's uh, just something I wanted to say before uh, we got off because I'm making like a tree and leafing here very soon. Uh what what else can we do uh we can call our congress people we can talk about hey let's get into liquid hydrogen batteries let's get push on that let's get the government behind that and um start really being super clean about things right
5: yeah absolutely you know i i think i think just one last thing i want to leave everybody with is just that you know to you know uh collaborate communicate cooperation is really what we're going to need amongst all of us and um, I know Alaska is doing some really great uh, work up there, um, and I, they're really showing some really good opportunities of how everyone is coming together um, because they're they're really seeing the effects of climate change up there, Robert. Um, yeah. With the melting of the you know of, of their yeah. homelands and everything. Yeah, it's it's so it, it's there's some really good stories um, out there around
1: uh, Alaskans
5: and everyone coming together to fight climate change.
1: Wow! Hey, well, I I have to make like a tree and leaf here, so I'm going to let Haley uh, end this segment here in the next minute. I have a, a meeting I have to run to, but Bob, thank you so much for being on. And Haley, it looks like you got a minute. You got a minute left to quiz uh, Robert Lillig, or Robert Blake. We had Robert Lilgren on earlier.
4: Yes, oh. it it was the Robert show as it usually was. Uh, thanks, Dega. Have fun at your meeting. Uh, yeah, good to see you, Bob. And thanks for the stats and and all that and. I'm excited to hear that the country's moving forward in a more progressive way than we thought.
5: Yeah, abs- absolutely, Haley. Like that's the one wonder- that's the good news that has come out with uh you know, with this one year anniversary of the Inflation Reduction Act. Um, and I would just like to send out a big shout out to Dr. Pete Wyckoff of the Commerce Department, the Minnesota Department of Commerce. He was a big he was a big person that worked on this. Um a Minnesotan guy from the University of Minnesota, Morris. He he worked for, he was one of Senate Tina Smith's staffers. And by the way, our own Senator Tina Smith, she was a big part of that push too in Washington. Um, she tells a great story about her and Joe Manchin and how he, uh, how she was like kind of razzing him and like, hey, we got to get you on board here with all this renewable energy. And wow. so, I mean, uh, Senator Tina Smith and, and Dr. Pete Wyckoff. And there's some really good stories this week, Haley, on them um with through npr and stuff and they've been running them so uh everyone can check those out but uh you know they were very crucial to all of this work that was done and so it's always good to see minnesota voices out there in washington push for the greater good
4: absolutely well thanks bob again you guys bob blake from red lake owner of solar bear uh we're going to be coming back after this short break with wendy pilot stay tuned Be a Vaccinative. It's time to come together and talk about the urgent need to stay up to date on COVID-19 vaccinations to protect our heritage, our loved ones, and our future. Throughout history, we have always faced challenges, and today we must protect our culture and loved ones. This is our opportunity to ensure that our tribal gatherings once again resound with joy and celebration where the echoes of our ancestors guide our steps. It's a chance to care for our elders, cherishing their wisdom and stories for generations to come. COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective. Let us unite resilient as ever and show the world the strength of the Native American community. Together, we shape a future where our traditions thrive, our children learn from our ancestors, and our people flourish once more. So be a Vaccinative and learn more about staying up to date with your COVID vaccinations at health.state.mn. That's health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health.
2: You know how it is with vacuum cleaners. You buy them, you break them, then you throw them away, right? Well, not necessarily. Often, fixing your vacuum can be cheaper than replacing it. Ever heard of A1 Vacuum in Roseville? They offer free estimates. So if you wish your vacuum worked like new again, drop by. A1 Vacuum is ready to help clean up your vacuum cleaner act. Find us at a-1vacuum.com or call 651-222-6316.
5: Hi, this is Representative Sharice Davids from Kansas. I'm Ho-Chunk, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio.
1: And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. Hey, hey welcome, welcome back to Native Radio presents, presents, I'm Awake. I'm awake.
4: This, portion this portion of the show is supported by I Howling for wolves, wolves and protecting
3: wolves, wolves for a future generation. generation. Howl! Oh. Oh.
1: Hey, hey, I hey, I want to introduce my awesome beautiful woman. wife, Wendy. Wendy, Wendy. Wendy has, has, has been an animal advocate for many, many years, and she, and she uh, uh, fights, injustice fights injustice and gives us, and gives us information, information here, here on the Radio for the past seven years on our relatives, our sacred animals, and Fun Fridays Friday, Wendy. not Yeah, well, I have some stuff going on that's important,
3: and then we'll have some fun facts. So, here we go. Here we go. Hey everybody. hey, everybody. My name, My name is, Hannah Hannah is G. 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 Honey. Honey. That means cares for them. I was given that name by my Dega Curtis. Curtis goes by Mashke Hanajinga, which means walks on white clouds. I'm a Humane Policy Volunteer Leader for the Humane Society of the United States, and I work on animal issues at the local and state level. And I have an article here from CBS News. It was just updated on August 15th, 2023, and it was written by Samir Singh. A new invasive species has been spotted in the U.S. for the first time. A living yellow-legged hornet, also known as an Asian hornet, was, detec- was detected in Georgia, which state officials say could cause damage to the agricultural industry if left uncontrolled. The Georgia Department of Agriculture said Tuesday the discovery has has potential to threaten honey population and native pollinators. Yeah. Earlier this month, a Georgian beekeeper discovered and reported the insect to the state. The yellow legged hornet's identity was then confirmed by the U S department of agriculture's animal and plant health inspection service quote, Georgians play an important role helping GDA identify unwanted non-native pests. And I would uh, like to thank the beekeeper who reported the sighting to us, said Georgia Agriculture Commissioner Tyler Harper in a statement, quote, our experienced team of professionals will continue to as- access the situation and are working directly with the USDA to trap track and eradicate the yellow-legged hornet in um, Georgia. The next step for officials will be to set up traps to find out if there are any more of these pests in the area. If they're able to find a colony, colony, it will be destroyed, Georgia officials uh, said. The hornet that um, has already been identified identified will be DNA tested so the ci- scientists can determine whether the insect originated from Europe or Asia the yellow legged hornet which is which is identified as a social wasp species is native to tropical and subtropical areas of southeastern Asia and is also established in much of Europe, parts of the Middle East and parts of Asia, where it is not native. The insect builds egg-shaped nests, often in trees, and can host up to 6,000 worker hornets. Yeah, yeah the press release emphasized how important public reports of this insect were will- be in its eradication efforts the gda encourages people to take photos of any insects they believe to be yellow legged hornets and file a report however it is important to exercise caution around the hornets as they can be dangerous the department said in 2019 a relative of the yellow legged hornet the murder hornet or or Asian giant hornet caused alarm after being found in Washington state. The invasive species, which are now called Northern giant hornets, (laughs) were feared also because of their ability to rapidly kill domestic honeybees and hornet species. Washington state eradicated a giant nest of nearly 1,500 murder hornets in 2021 so we really need to be careful and keep an eye out so they
1: get over here how do they they get over here
3: they must right they must get into something and then they travel by boat you know people get on or they get in the cargo ships with who knows fruits and vegetables or whatever and then they make their way to the uh the land here in the united states but they went to georgia i remember those gigantic
1: bees that were that came out a couple years ago that you just spoke of
3: too yeah and who knows with climate change and everything that's happening with weather changes and you know um air alerts and all this Uh, stuff who knows we really need to be um diligent but on a happier note yeah Uh, A friend of mine, Amy Leo, posted this today. Butterflies and turtles have a symbiotic relationship where the butterflies drink the turtles' tears as a source of sodium and minerals. In turn, the turtles get their eyes cleaned. Isn't that kind of (laughs) cute? Here's a couple of facts. Wait, is this
1: Fun Facts Friday <laughs> well, on Thursday? It's, it's about
3: killer hornets and also butterflies and turtles. Turtle tears. I have some information about cats, too. Did you know that cats are believed to be the only mammal who don't taste sweets? Oh. I think I mentioned that once before. And house cats share 95.6% of their genetic makeup with tigers. mm Cats walk with both right feet, then both left feet, which camels and giraffes also do. That's like when you see cats and they have all the stuff on the floor and cats can walk by it without knocking anything over.
1: Unless they get old.
3: Well, that's what that's why, because they they walk that way.
1: That's cat crazy.
3: sticks cat stick their butts out into our face as a gesture of friendship. Okay. Yeah. Cats (laughs) can drink seawater as their kidneys are able to filter salt out of the water. Wow. Yeah. Cats knock objects over and off edges to test for hidden prey.
1: No, I want to sing the song Memories from
3: Cats while you're doing this. And we're pretty sure that they like doing it just to annoy us, too. Absolutely. Because Clyde, our cat, used to go up on the dining room table. If we had a pen up there or something, he would knock it off the floor, and then Mickey, our little chihuahua dog, would come and pick it up and run, run away, away and yeah. wouldn't give it back to us
1: oh, Tommy did it was that like too. their
3: little game that they played they're really cute yeah. people with cat allergies aren't allergic to the fur but a protein found in a cat's saliva urine and dander a cat's purr has the power to self-heal according to research
1: weird can you explain a little more no it
3: doesn't have anything else but a cat's purr has the power to self-heal according to research so i guess if the cat doesn't feel good maybe it will purr and it will feel better but if you pet a cat and it purrs then we feel better oh yeah the collective noun for a group of wild cats is a destruction A cat's tongue can lick bones clean of any bits of meat. Now, (laughs) speaking of cats, how much time do I have left?
1: Not any. No, uh, about a, a minute and a half. All right. So this is
3: why you need to spay and neuter your cat. Did you know a couple of unfixed cats can turn into the first year 12 kittens? So, the first year, a Mm -hmm. couple of unfixed cats can turn into 12 kittens. The second year, it can turn into 144 kittens. Whoa. Because of all the... Sure, 12 times 12. 12 times 12. The third year, 1,728 kittens. And the fourth year, 20,736 kittens. So, please... Neuter and spay your cat and your dog too.
1: Do you remember Hemingway's house with the four hands, and they had all they had these
3: four, four fingers, pa- yeah, or the, paws or whatever, yeah, six, and then six digits. And on that there. was he.
1: He passed away in 1960, and there still was cats from that uh, litter that he had from back then.
3: Yeah, that had the six uh, digits on their paws.
1: Right on. Hey, if you're listening to the show, you're part of the resistance from Chief Plenty Coops the ground in which we stand on the sacred ground. We need to resist, divest, join a group, run for office. We're still here. We are the seventh generation.
3: Free Leonard Peltier. Now. Hey,
2: everybody out there in AM
3: 950 Radio Land, this is Paul Metz, a host of the Wall of Power Radio.